Hello, and welcome to another special edition episode of Black Woman Voices. I'm one of the hosts, Anne-Marie Edwards, and I am currently pursuing a doctorate in the education of psychology. I wanted to explore an innovative approach with my dissertation, so about a year ago, I asked my sister host if I could record special episodes for the Black Woman Voices podcast that would be included in my dissertation. If you missed episode one of the series, I would encourage you to go back and take a listen. In that episode, I give a more robust explanation of the premise behind this special series. This is episode two of a nine-part series. This episode features Amber, and her voice is the next voice you'll hear. My name is Amber O'Sullivan and I am a sophomore college student. I am biracial, however, when I was growing up, I really wasn't that close to my dad. So I was just around my mom and her side of the family because on paper, I'm black and white, but I know in my heart and my soul who I am as a person, I'm a black woman because I've been around black people my whole life. I've grown up in a black household and I just feel more comfortable around black people. I've been around many different races and ethnicities. However, I am a black woman. The members of my immediate family are probably my mom, my grandma, that is my mom's mom, and my brother. My extended family will be my dad's side. I don't really talk to them, my uncles and my grandfather. Some of the influential people in my life are my mom, my grandma, and my brother. Everyone has always told me throughout my life, don't give up because that is the easy route. Real winners will push through anything that comes towards them. I stuck with this my whole life and I still stand by this today. My early educational memories, K through first grade was a long time ago, but somehow I can still remember some of the educational experiences I had. I remember in preschool, I had a white teacher and I also had a black teacher. They were both female and something about them was really nurturing and didn't even make school feel like school. I believe this happened because I went to a private school K through eighth grade. So those two teachers starting off my education experience made me really like school just a little more. My sophomore going through my senior year, I had a really good history teacher and he changed my whole perspective on history because he would show us YouTube videos and movies about the stuff we were learning. It made what we were learning more entertaining. Then my junior year of high school, I had an English teacher that really focused on helping us prepare for the SAT. At first, she was really difficult and misunderstood. However, when you got to know her, she was a really nice person and she really cared about her students. Then my senior year of high school, I had an English teacher that made me really fall in love with English. He showed us real life examples of how racism and discrimination is happening all around the world on a more broader context. I really liked this teacher because he showed us how things are looked at and I brought a text instead of just in a certain part of the world. These two English teachers really pushed their students to write long papers because my junior year English teacher made us write a 10 page paper. And at first I didn't want to do it, but it prepared for me to write a 20 page paper I had to do in my English class of my freshman year in college. I knew since birth I would attend college, truthfully. Everyone in my family graduated and went to college. 
when my brother was in college, I would talk on the phone with him and he would tell us about what he was doing that weekend or what assignments he would he would be having or what classes he was taking. And I visited him my senior year of high school and it was really, really fun. And it made me really look forward to college. At first, I didn't wanna to come to NIU. I wanted to go to a school in Georgia because that's where my family was. However, I just decided against it and I really want to go to U of I because of the teaching program they have over there. It's like NIU, one of the best. And when I was in high school, my school actually took us on a trip to U of I. But for some reason, when I went to the school, I was just like, something about this doesn't feel right. I don't feel like I belong here. So I just applied to NIU and when I got in and when I came for orientation, I saw myself here. My transition to college was really, was at first really nervous and scared because it was my first time being away from home and I also have to make friends and do my assignments. But once everything fell into place, I gained some friends. I did a, my assignments, I got on the Dean's list my first semester. This was a goal of mine before I came to college because I wanted to make myself proud. My second semester was a little more challenging because I had more challenging classes and, went, and I went through something that semester that just made me really lose my focus but eventually I got back on track. Even though I didn't make the Dean's list, I was very proud of myself. I completed my freshman year. And I knew that if I got through this year, it would make the other years easier. The words that I would describe my time at college so far are hardworking, different, fun, relationships with friends and family. The words that describe my post-college aspirations are teacher, family, house, husband, job, money, car, stability, and kids. I knew what I know now, I would, I would be more sociable. This project has given me an opportunity to learn more about myself and explore my identity. And now for my research notes. Before I begin, more information on the resources I use for this segment will be in the show notes. Early thought around black identity development, namely the development of a black consciousness, is the theme I want to discuss from this podcast. Now, I should also say that there will be a little bit of some intersectionality talk mixed in as well. Amber is a biracial woman whose mother is black and father is white. When asked, she strictly identified as black. Her cho chosen ethnic identification stems from who she feels she more closely identifies with. She stated that she has been influenced by the black women within her household, namely her mother and grandmother, and also admits she did not really interact with her father's side. Now, let me make a distinction. This woman is not choosing to identify with an ethnicity that she does not hold. Amber biologically is both black and white, and she is confident in her identity as a black woman. Identity development theories can be found within the fields of psychology, counseling, and human development. Each discipline focuses on, focuses on identity from a different lens. 
Psychology, for instance, tends to view identity as developed in stages. To dig deeper, in 1971, William Cross first introduced the Negrescence model, which focuses on the development of ideological consciousness and the adoption of cultural beliefs achieved through navigating various stages of blackness. In short, he sought to track blacks' evolution through personal, in-group, and outer-group perceptions into a full and healthy acceptance of black identity. At the end of this evolution was what he called racial salience. Now, Amber identifies herself as a black woman. And to be clear, most of the early research on black identity centers a concept called racial uplift. Racial uplift is a term referring to black people's work in uplifting the entire race, regardless of gender. Now, Professor Kimberly Crenshaw gave us the term intersectionality to define the intersection of race and gender. In essence, her work acknowledges the intersections of race and gender and has subsequently been extended to class and other marginalized identities. Amber developing identity and sense of black consciousness is evolving based on the intersections of her lived experiences. One final note, each episode will end with a clip of a song that the participant chose to describe their life journey. Amber chose Love on Top by Beyonce. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for taking the time to listen to Black Woman Voices. Please come back next Friday to check out the next episode in this special series and remember to follow Black Woman Voices on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the links will be in the show notes. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please leave us a review and share it with others. Now let's start a conversation. Take care and talk soon. Me, I just melt too